Hey crew, what it do? It's Forche Studios and you've tuned in to KKQ. And of course, every week we have a topic just for you. So starting us off today, we gonna start with old Racy over here. But before we get started, we like to uh, say hey from the panel. And we're gonna run around the room real quick. And we'll say our good hellos. Mama Lee. Hey everyone. Dre. Hey. And Mercy. Hey there. All right, and y'all already know me. It's Dr. Q. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so now that we got those quick hellos out of the way, uh, we are here again with another topic that we think is of great importance. There's so much going on in the world today and there are so many things that um, we hear that we're literally appalled by, right? There are things that are going on that the world just cannot seem to uh, get together. So one of those things is our missing children and additional things that are going on with children in this uh, in this society, in this, this country. And um, the question is, how do we fix it? How do we change the way our children look at people within this society? Um, we know the media has control over a lot of things and that often contributes to a lot of the things that go on around our children. But before we get into the topic of that, we always like to introduce our sponsors because if it wasn't for them, there would be no us. And so we're going to go ahead and introduce the first sponsor and we'll be right back to you. Hang tight. So today's show is brought to you by the Milan Firm, a consulting agency that caters to its clientele and assists them in a variety of areas. Allow TMF to be your advisor and consultant for the things you or your company needs. Their contact number is 561-851-2757. And their email is admin at themilanfirm.com. You can also head over to their website www.themilanfirm.com and reach out by contact. They'll get back to you within 48 hours, but let them know KKQ sent you so that you can receive a 15% discount off of your services. Just use the code KKQ2302. <laughs> All right, welcome back, welcome back to KKQ. Why? Because we always like to keep it classy. But certainly there are going to be times where we like to drop, drop the <laughs> F-bombs and the B-bombs. And the, yo, we dropping all kind of bombs, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to try our darndest and our hardest to keep it classy. But we are informational. So pay attention to the information. Don't worry about the words that, you know, ugh, the bad words that come out from that. All right, so let's get back into this thing. So today's topic, protecting 
our children. And we're going to cover multiple areas of why this is important. As parents, we have a responsibility to pay attention to our children. You don't just have kids and, and be like, oh, well, let them do what they do. No, that's the wrong answer. Because the things that are happening is people are doing what they're doing and their children, well, they're doing stuff that we just don't think is very good for them. And maybe the society doesn't think it's good for them either because they are killing people. That's a problem. So before we go ahead and hop on top of my soapbox, let me go ahead on and back away from this. And we're going to go ahead on and bring in Mercy because she's going to lead it off. All right, Mercy. Take it to the house. All right, y'all. So when originally given a, a topic, you know, I kind of went to straight for like statistics. I wanted to know, like, first of all, like missing people, you know, it's not just children that are, you know, come up missing or that are reported missing. Um, so I had started out with like the top five of the 50 states. Of mm -hmm. the United States, okay. Mm -hmm. So Cal California is at number one with the reported two thousand one hundred and thirty-three missing people. Florida with a thousand two hundred and fifty-two. Texas with a thousand two hundred and forty-six, and Arizona with 915 and Washington with 643. And that's just reported. Like there's some people that just don't even care that somebody's not around anymore and they don't bother to look, you know, or to let it be known. Um, but what caught my attention was a reported 29 just in the month of March, 29 young girls under 18 mm -hmm. who came up missing in Texas. So I was wow. like, the heck, you know, like what the heck's really going on? Mm -hmm. 29 under 18 and under just girls. Yeah. That's People are just running around snatching these kids up doing God knows what, just because they seem to make a profit, their own pleasure. Mm -hmm. It like, seems which, like every day on the news, we hear about, you know, some couple that's been arrested in a cheap motel room somewhere and three or four people have been recovered. Right. You know, teens <laughs> and younger. And so, you you know, you have to wonder where did they get those young people from? Correct. Because you know someone had to have passed them off to them as money makers turning tricks or or getting them ready to ship somewhere else. It's it's just like every day, especially here in the area where I live, there are always people being arrested for for whatever reason, but young people are recovered from the room that have nothing to do with them. I think this human trafficking business is well we know it's a huge deal. Absolutely. But but it seems like 
um, it's just, it's becoming more prevalent. Mm -hmm. Completely out of hand. Um, and it, it just, it puzzles me. And even when like the, the expectations of the cops, like, oh, I'm sorry, they gotta be missing for 24 hours. Oh, they gotta be missing for 48 hours. You know, I get it, I understand. But not everybody's child is a runaway. You understand what I'm saying? I, and how do you decide you if they're off. really? Go, go ahead, Lisa. No, you go ahead, Mercy. Uh, that's it, kind of where you were going with with it, it's a child mm -hmm. under eighteen. They're they they can't speak for themselves, right? Correct. They should be looked for, regardless of their runaway or, or not. Once they're an adult and they're allowed to make decisions for themselves. 24 hours yeah you know what I mean yeah and and definitely that's that's different um and yeah at that age 18 years old yes you're an adult like literally you want to get up and walk out of your people house by all means you go ahead and do your thing but a child a child who's under the age of and especially like kids who are like 10 and and 9 and trust me I guarantee right. you they're not choosing to run away from home, right? And so the fact that right. the, the police department says, oh, well, you know, we're going to give them a little time to come home. Maybe they're hanging out with a friend. They're with Sally or Sue. And, you know, you know, my friend, my, my kid don't have a friend named Sally or Sue, so I'm going to need you to go look for them today, like right now. You know, that that is part of the reason why I get so frustrated with the process, too, with our system because of that reason alone like this is a child you know you should move when a parent say hey listen my my, my eight-year-old kid is missing or my 12-year-old kid is missing they didn't come home from school you understand what i'm saying that there's there's they're obvious they're they're obviously coming for to for your help for a reason correct correct mm. this is crazy all right i'm sorry go ahead continue uh <laughs> Lisa, did you have anything? Great. No, I didn't. I didn't have anything to add. Um, well, I did come across an article from the New York Post from May 27th of this year. And it's a, a multi-state operation that locates 225 missing children by the U.S. Marshals. And I wanted to uh, read a little of that. Uh -huh. the, uh, the United States Marshals uh, Service, with the help of state and local agencies, located 225 missing children during a 10-week operation in the states across the nation. The multi-state operation dubbed We Will Find You was a national effort to locate missing children. According to a press release from the U.S. Marshals, many of the children were runaways or abducted by non-custodial persons. During the operation, officials recovered 169 children and safely located 56. 
The Marshal Service is fully committed to the important mission of protecting the American people, especially its most vulnerable population, the children. Mm -hmm. The results of this operation underscore that commitment, but also highlight the necessity of the critical efforts. So they gave a little statistics on data about like, okay, so like 86% were endangered runaways. So like how you, they always say like, oh, they're runaway. So either way, we've got to wait so long. Right. Um, 9% were family abductions and then 5% is uh, considered otherwise. Um, I'm assuming would be a stranger danger, you know, right. somebody completely right. wishing harm upon these children. Um, the interesting thing to know would be when you see like a local news station report a local juvenile runaway. Mm -hmm. Okay, number one, is that juvenile really a runaway right. or were they abducted from the street? But then number two, were they a runaway who, because of the supposed kindness of a stranger, they were hungry and that stranger fed them and offered to take them to another town and they got into a vehicle with someone and then they find themselves in a situation that they really don't want to be in. So, you know, that is okay. a two-pronged thing when you're talking about runaway juveniles. Right. Some are just snatched from the sidewalk mm -hmm. not to be seen again, and some just react to the kindness of a stranger right. who is actually there for nefarious reasons. Mm -hmm. So I would be interested on statistics of the breakdown between those two. Yeah. And how accurate are they? I mean... They're there's yeah. not going to be an accuracy on runaway kids who parents don't check on or care about because they don't know they're missing from where they're missing from. You know what I mean? That part, that part is the fact that the parents are not present enough to pay attention to their child. That's the problem. You know, my problem is with law enforcement when they say, "Oh well, this, that, or the other," and and dismiss the fact that a, a mother knows her child. Mm -hmm. Some parents don't know their children and don't know where they are. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you from experience, I knew exactly where my child was supposed to be. I knew at what time of the day he was going to call and check in. And I knew that if he didn't, there was a problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of parents know that because they are dismissed right. because strangers believe they know more about your child than you do. Yes. Yes. You know what? So you knew, like, okay, for instance, you knew where your child was. Me, in my case, as a child, I mean, my mom, no fault of hers. She's like, you say, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody's learning and growing. I love my mom to death. But she wasn't there a lot, you know? So, I, I mean, I was off in the woods, crossing over the tracks that were well past where I was supposed to be. And mm. I, I was too young to be doing what I was doing or going where I was going. And now what makes it even scarier, I think, is that this all this stuff was going on before social media, but now social media shows it a lot more. Mm -hmm. The kids being abducted and being found murdered by the tracks and stuff like that. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, dang, you know, like that could have happened to us. Mm -hmm. you know, my brother, you know, 
know? Yeah. So and the it only... is a matter of the presence of a parent. Yeah. Just knowing that they care. Hey, I do care where you're at. Check in, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It does make a difference. And and the only difference really to, to date, well, at least the main difference today is because of cell phones. That's it. Cell phones have created a situation where we're seeing more things now in the public than we would have ever before. Because now somebody is recording it and social media is there for them to upload that content. Say, hey, look, I saw this happening. I didn't get involved, but I saw it. So I'm going to post it. You know what I mean? So in a way, social media is a good platform for us. But then at the same time, you got to think of how much of a negative effect that can it can also have on individuals and we'll get into that in a little while but it's the, it's it's sort of kind of like like our savior but it also is like our like our demise so i mean it, it just depends on the situation and how you look at it how you use it so yeah it's very interesting all right go ahead on Uh, let's see here. As far as like the numbers, you know, statistically, mm-hmm. you know, there, there is never really accuracy. You know what I mean? Like they're always behind mm-hmm. getting, getting the numbers up to date. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that it's unreported, you know what I mean? People are afraid to un- to, to report the stuff that's going on around them just because uh, well, not, they're not going to do anything about it or they don't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. Well, my opinion is the numbers really don't matter. One abused child, one missing child is one child too many. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. And the other uh, issue is the the cops do not talk to each other they could be right across the track from one another same same little freaking state two towns over but they don't talk to each other why is that it's like rival it's like rival football teams Ex- you can get the most hits exactly now let me tell you but something some else. of that has to do with laws that are in place in different states and different counties and different parishes they actually cannot cross over into a different jurisdiction until they are requested to do so. Right. That's the reason the FBI can't come in quickly and help because the FBI Um, has to be invited in. Yes. There are rules and protocols in place within law enforcement. Uh So it may look as if they're not working together, but sometimes it is just a matter of their paperwork, and that's where laws matter. And that's That's where your elected officials matter. And in placing... um, scenarios in place and saying in this case we can do this and in this case we can do that a lot of times it's just a matter of you've got to be invited in Mm -hmm. doesn't matter if you want to go in you can't yeah so i'm going i'm going to support law enforcement in that i'm not saying all of them Mm -hmm. some of them do Mm -hmm. you know have big measuring contests and the missing and the families get involved in that 
and they're not interested in that. Yes. But there are some cases, especially when you're talking about cross-state laws, there are jurisdictional rules. Oh, absolutely. And that's part of the problem. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't say there, there's nothing wrong with having laws in place. That makes a lot of sense, honestly. Um, but when you have a a child in a situation where it's very possible somebody has crossed whether that's a state line a county line whatever um i think and i'll add i believe that when a child is taken across state lines like if they're kidnapped by a non-custodial custodial parent mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that automatically becomes a federal crime correct at that correct i can't invite it in and their task force can come in to that child I, I've, I've heard that or read that or seen that, watched that, something. But I do believe that once a child crosses state lines, a non-custodial parent, and I'm assuming just any stranger, mm -hmm. then that does become a federal matter. So then the question, the question that needs to be asked is, how would they know that? So it's a lot of things come into play here. Um, but the other thing That's I was, where I, I was going to touch on. So long. That might be an, an easy explanation for why so much time passes before mm -hmm. we hear about someone mm -hmm. being searched for. Mm -hmm. Because one jurisdiction has to contact another jurisdiction. Right. And then decide which one holds jurisdiction and then invite the FBI. And then the FBI has travel time. Even states yep. who have home offices or, or, or regions that have home offices, there there's a time thing that happens. Now, advent of technology is a wonderful thing because now it's no longer fax machines and landline telephones. That part. It's, e it's emails and text messages. Uh -huh. But there's still going to be a time lag there. Mm -hmm. Now, not to say that there are not bad apples within law enforcement who just drop the damn ball. Oh, we yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. We know it happens. Or, or, or honestly, or, or help. Right thing. Right. Or helping these people take these children. that part that part right there they're part of the problem they are contributing to oh don't worry about it. this parent's not gonna look for this kid go ahead and snatch that one up you know and obviously we don't want to think of our law enforcement as doing shit like that but we know they do we know some of them get enticed by humans. the money and they they contribute to the problem so um and the other thing that Individuals I was going to... Individuals who abuse their authority, their position. Oh, yeah. Not, necess not necessarily a, you know, a police officer. It could be any type of person who Correct. take advantage of their Correct. position. Correct. A priest or uh, anything. Obviously, we mm -hmm. know people take Famous advantage of their that. positions, right? That's, that's nothing new. But I, I find... This is what I find interesting. So... Um, Y'all know that there's there's an individual that I'm very close to who works for the sheriff's department. But then they're in the same state, but then the other people work, uh, then you have road cops, right? Pull you up, get your ass ticket. So my thing is this. I asked, I asked him, I was like, you know, do you guys, are you guys looked at in the same manner that other police officers are. And he was like, you know what? Honestly, no. 
they think we sheriffs yeah and brownies and i was like huh he was like yeah they don't think we hold the same power they don't look at us with the same authority but the thing i said y'all go to the same y'all go to the same police school too y'all y'all go to the same officer training is that correct he was like yeah we do and actually our people are actually better shooters <laughs> We're much better qualified and trained to do our job than the road cops are. So you know what? That also begs me to, you know, it, it kind of leads me to ask the question, how do we bring teams together to work cohesively at the same job? Like y'all in the same damn county, same city, but y'all look at each other with like different authority, even though y'all went to the same training, y'all operate in the same manner. What the fuck is the difference? Let me it ask you this. Happened. You were active duty military, right? Correct. And when someone in the National Guard or a part-time position <laughs> um, talks about it, you're like, you kind of laugh about it, right? When they want to say they were in the military, you're like, you weren't in the real army. You know what I mean? That's how I kind of see it is like, they don't see the sheriffs, like how, how army sees national guard or mm -hmm. reserves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. Because they're, it, they're it's, doing the it's, same job. It's I know national, childish. I know national guards. Go ahead. It's childish rivalry. It is. It's like, oh, we're better than you. No, we're better than you. Why can't we just work together and be better? Together. Exactly. Correct. Together. Correct. Because the bottom line, the, the, here's the sad part that I have to point out. Um, the people who are Army Reserve or National Guard, even though they're, they're not active Army or active military, they are some of the first people that get sent to war when it happens they're the first right. ones they throw out there which is pretty effed up given that they don't want them to feel like they are th the real army people or whatever it's, it's considering kinda, they don't train 24 7 like it. we do correct they exactly. they train one weekend out of a month and and it's it's kind of it is really sad but anyways yeah, they, we should all learn how to work cohesively together, but obviously we know that's not going to happen. So we'll continue to um, do what it is we do. Pray about it. Yep, we get mad about it. We talk about it and and, and we're going to put our rents out and let it happen. Like the cops going to do what they do. Uh, you know, military going to do what they do. But the bottom line is we still have a whole bunch of missing people, missing children and adults. And nobody is finding them the other thing that i i question is how the hell are people being snatched and kidnapped in other countries like huh who told you to go get in a cab with an individual who you think they know where they're going or what they're talking about and just gonna take you on the other side of the country that you in why would you do that I mean, and then they make some movies other about country. it all the time. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? Like they're on vacation or something? Yeah. Like how you get kidnapped in another goddamn country? 
you have to be aware. I'm sorry, Dre, what did you say? I missed what you said too. Oh, uh, I was saying that it was a video where a child was getting snatched up and they was working for their family member and someone just rolled up in the van and just snatched them and threw them in the van and took off like it ain't nothing. Oh, wow. See, that's the scary shit. That's the that's the damn Jeffrey Dahmer crazy shit that I'm talking. No, unfortunate thing is Jeffrey Dahmer did not, you know, he didn't snatch people. He lured people to get in his car. Right? Like, come on and ride with me. Then I'm going to take you to my house so we could drink beers and smoke some dope. And then I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going to masturbate on top of your body because I like the way your bare chest looks. In Jeffrey Dahmer's case, though, they were all adults. We're they not talking were. about 10-year-olds. They were all yeah. adults. They were. But that's the sad thing. It's like, how, even as an adult, you know, you're, you're literally getting taken. And some people, obviously, it's simply because we just do not pay attention to our surroundings. Oftentimes, that's what it is. But at the other time, people were just... People who are determined to do this, they're just going to do it one way or the other. They'll do it to your broad daylight. They just don't give a shit. They're taking it mean, in the day, at night, don't matter. Hmm? They're going They're going to the extent of, all, you know, labeling you, your vehicle, mm -hmm. or to, so that other people that mm -hmm. are in the same business know well, what no. to look for. Yeah. So you yourself need to be, you know, Vigilant. aware of your your vehicle, what it looks like. If you don't, you know, you don't got a zip tie hanging from your damn handle, you know, your handle, take it off. Yeah. If you didn't put it there, take it off. Because that's uh, somebody letting somebody else know as a marker that you're mm -hmm. one, either alone, attractive and alone. It means something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different lawsuits going on, like um, with like, for example, Apple, right? With their um, their air tags. Let me tell you something. Uh, in a way, in a way, I understand where people are coming from, but at the same time, those air tags can also be a, a freaking um, lifesaver. I'll just say that. My kids, my oldest. My oldest child is 24 years old. My youngest is 18. However, every one of my children have an air tag on their body at all times. I make sure of it. And you want to know what I do? I track them on my phone, right? Because if something should ever happen to my child, I know where they were last. Because that air tag is very, very specific to their location, right? I have one too. You know, so these people that are saying, you know, the, the individuals that are using air tags to track women, beautiful women, or find people's cars because it's, it's, it's an exclusive type of car and they want to steal it. Like, that's the jacked up shit. People are always taking something that is meant to be good and turning it into something negative. That air tag right. is extremely beneficial. But people are using yeah. it in a negative way too. And that is so sad. Just like with social media. 
people take something that is meant to be a positive aspect, something that people can utilize for the benefit of growth, and people are using it in a negative light. It's so sad. Which brings me to the topic of the children who are going on social media such as TikTok or Snapchat and seeing these different little um, challenges that people are taking. And they're doing this shit. Literally just read a story about a 16-year-old girl and a 12-year-old kid who both did a challenge something i don't even remember what it's called have something to do with breathing and tying something around your neck to see if how long you can last without passing out well guess what if their asses pass out they have no way to get the thing from around their neck so now we have dead children because we're doing it for a like for a challenge because we think it's funny it's not fucking funny people are losing their children because of challenges that other people are bringing up that they thought was a good idea. Why would you think that was a good idea? Who was the first person to do this shit and think it was a good idea? Oh, let me just post this and see who else could do it. That's, I don't understand that. Like, irresponsibility. Yes, very, very irresponsible. Because you have children that are going to try this crap. And they're not going to be successful. I have to tell you about a personal story. Um, I have a, a friend of the family. And I mean, like, we were way, way, way back when we were super close to them. And so our families aren't as close as we used to be. But I'm going to tell you, his son did one of those challenges on TikTok. But at the time, it was... The person was um, pouring alcohol on themselves and they supposed to light themselves on fire and then pat it out. Well, guess what? He, so I, I don't know if he was supposed to lock himself in the bathroom, but he did. So he locked himself in the bathroom. He poured the alcohol on him, was supposed to be in like a, a one specific location where the alcohol traveled down his whole body. And he set himself on fire. Well, guess what? He didn't get, the fire didn't go out. He couldn't put the fire out. And nobody could get in the damn bathroom. His entire body is covered in scars. Where he has first degree burns on every inch of his body. He has, I think the worst is third third degree burns. Third degree, first degree. I thought yeah. the lower number was hey. worse. But anyways. No, but you know what? He's he lucky to be alive. He is lucky to be alive. And I'm going to just tell you. Yeah. He's at surgery number 200. And he's still. And y'all want to know how old this kid was? Nine. Oh, my God. Nine years old, y'all. And he's at surgery number 200. Social media has highlighted peer pressure. Oh, yes. It's not just peer pressure on the schoolyard anymore, inside the school building, nope. in the church parking lot, nope. amongst a group of friends riding around on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. Peer pressure, I think, is worse on social media yes. 
yeah. because you have optics, fat shaming, slut shaming. You have these challenges and you have kids who are wanting the likes. And for them, that means that equals having a friend. Yeah. And so the more likes they have, the more people who like them. Yeah. Or who at least and, yeah. and they don't see beyond their face. Mm -hmm. I mean, their, their nose. Mm -hmm. They don't see what could happen or even what's happened to other people because we know kids believe that can't happen to me. Right. That would be correct. And, and you cannot blame in this situation, you cannot 100% blame no parental supervision correct. because correct. parents are aware, they do talk to their kids, mm -hmm. but they can't sit on the foot of their bed in their bedroom 24-7. No, they cannot. All parents can do is talk to their child and then hope that some of that common sense has passed on to them. Right. But, but that kid is then going to alone in their bedroom be on TikTok and they're, they're just, they have to try it. Yeah. They just cannot stand themselves. They have to try it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a peer pressure has always been a problem yeah. throughout the history of time. Mm -hmm. But I think peer pressure may be worse today because of the global audience. Yes, yes. I'm gonna reach. Yeah, I'm gonna take a quick break here and we'll be right back to continue this topic. Give us two. Do you desire personal protection? Are you interested in a dynamic duo that offers male and female guidance? Looking to upgrade your security? Well, exclusive personal protection services Eps, it's where your search ends. Not only do they provide consulting needs, they train in the state-of-the-art facilities to stay prepared for any security issue. They offer, but definitely not limited to, private security, chauffeur services, and crowd control. Whatever the occasion, they can serve courageously and with class and dignity. Contact them today at exclusive82 at exclusiveprotection.org. That's E-X-C-L-U-S 82 at exclusiveprotection.org. Or call at 1-561-851-2751. All right, all right, we are back from that break. So, when we were leaving out, Mama Lee was talking about some something about social media where, where we have global reach now. Well, something I read yesterday. This child was being um, bullied online. Well... As an added part of their bullying, one of the individuals sent this person a WhatsApp link with a TikTok, um, with a TikTok challenge, and told them, "Oh, you should do this since you don't have any friends." Well, that person did the TikTok challenge, and they died. 
is this really how we want our children to behave? Like, people are using platforms like this to promote the worst type of behavior that they can. And it's really sad to know that we have other children, grandchildren, um, great-grandchildren that are going to be using these platforms as they get older. The question is, how do we change this? How do we fix this problem to prevent this from happening to other kids? Right now, we don't have a solution to that. Do you ladies have any um, input? Knowledge. It keep, keep up to date on the trends. You have kids. Keep up to date on the trends that are going to hurt them. Because mm -hmm. knowledge is power. If they know what's going to happen or and they're informed about it and they still try it, okay, they still tried it, but they knew what the outcome or the consequences could be, you mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Dry, you have a young child. She hasn't even started school yet. She's getting close to that time. What are you going to do? How are you going to educate her about social media? How are you going to protect her and insulate her from the bullies and the and the bad ideas? Do you think about it? Of course I think about it. I think about it all the time. Not only do I think about it, I think about the stuff when I was a child of what I went through. And as much as all of us don't want our children to go through it, we have to prepare them for those things. When it comes down to the bullying, I am not for it. But I did tell my daughter and I sat her down and I told her, I said, it's gonna come a point of time that you're gonna have to learn how to defend yourself. Correct. Stand Correct. your ground, defend yourself. If you feel like someone is bullying you or mistreating you, stand your ground. Don't back down, stand your ground. Tell a teacher, tell me. Cause when it comes down to trouble, baby, you better believe I'm gonna back you up. I ain't going nowhere. I will back you up all the way. Mm -hmm. I do not, I don't like folks that bully children because this is where it creates with some of the children where they feel like if they can't fight back, then the first thing they're gonna, gonna go for is a weapon. Mm -hmm. And then they're gonna bring the weapon to school. Going like, okay, this is my way to get back at you. Right. Or, or they take it out on smaller children Somebody yep. who's not bigger than they are. Bully someone else. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. That too. And then also sleepovers. Oh, no. No, no, no. See, I'm old school. Mm -hmm. I'm old school. Got it from my pops. Even my pops didn't play that. Dad, I'm going to go over here. Oh, no, you ain't going over there. I don't know those people like that. Mm -hmm. Before you can go anywhere, mm -hmm. I got to know what those people are like. I got to know what their surroundings are like. I got to know what their attitude is like. Because if it's not on the same level I'm on, it ain't happening. That's good parenting. And that's how, and yes. that's how my father kept me protected. And mm -hmm. I have to do the same thing for her as well. Right. That's how my grandma was. I couldn't spend the night nowhere unless she knew the parents or she spoke with parents, knew exactly where I was going to be at. Yep. Because you have. And when it comes to those situations where your child wants to go somewhere with her friends, 
especially if you don't know the parents' friends that well, mm-hmm. oh, you have to investigate. You have to go in. Yeah. Because you, you know, definitely don't need another Kanika Jenkins or another person being missing for hours and their mother is wondering where they at. And it's a negative situation when, when stuff like that happens. Like, I, I don't even... There were times when my daughter would have people sleep over at the house. But the part that got me is when, like, the the parents would come to drop the child off. It's not like they would come to the front door and say, hi, I'm such and such. Um, I would like to, you know, meet you face to face so I know what, you know, who my daughter's going to be with, who she's spending the night with. Da, da, da. It, it was not out of the many people that have brought their daughter to sleep over at my house or their son to sleep over at my house. I think there may have been two or three parents that actually came out, got out of their car, came in the house, you know, not with the intent of investigating, but came in the house so that they can meet me and, you know, the other person at that time. And so it's like, See where their child's going to be at. Yeah, like my child is going to be spending the night with you. I got to know that they're going to be safe here. I got to know that you, you know, your house is safe. And it's, it's those things. So little simple things that parents can do to ensure that their children are fully and completely protected. And not all of them do that. Some of them are just so happy about getting rid of their child for a short time that they just like, okay, yeah, 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 you can go, you go, bye bye. You know, which then leads us into, you know, we've talked about the people who who steal children for bad reasons. Mm -hmm. We've talked about peer pressure between children and challenges and and putting their lives in danger. But what we haven't talked about is the parents who harm and kill their own children. And that is so sickening to me. Girl. Every day. You hear about a child missing, and it turns out mm-hmm. that um, a parent killed the child. Yep. There's a, a big case going on up north right now with a, a guy, last name Montgomery. His, the little girl, Harmony, has been missing for a couple of years now. Oh. And the best and the only good guess that, that investigators have is that he broke her little body up and put it, pushed it out through the sewer and under an apartment complex. They'll never find one smidge about anything about that child. And there are hundreds of cases just like that. Yeah. There are children missing that law enforcement now treat as cold cases because they know that a parent killed that child, but they cannot connect the dots. And it will be years and years before they're able ever able to mm-hmm. mine was too hard to get here yeah i lost some i was allowed to keep one you know i was not a helicopter mom by any stretch of the imagination mm-hmm. but i knew where he was he knew i was always available and my home was a safe haven for him and his friends absolutely and for a person, a mother or a father, to just throw their child's life away, a person who abuses a child, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think should be thrown to the dogs because they are worthless pieces of shit. 
that I think a killer parent is worse than an asshole pulling up in a white van and snatching your kid off the sidewalk mm -hmm. because at yeah. least the guy in the white van didn't give birth and share blood with that child. Yeah. You kill a child you share blood with, and I think you should have a bullet put in your goddamn head. Yeah. And you you raise a good point because then you, not just that either, not, not just the parents who are like physically, physically assaulting and killing their children, but you have, you have parents who like, they're, they're already mentally destroying the child. Then you have parents who starve their children to death. Better yet, um, uh, foster parents who starve the children to death. Knowing they're collecting their checks every month, they're starving these children to death. Do y'all remember way back when there was like the case of like the four kids? Was it four or five siblings who were put in the same house and they like they starved and literally had an 18 year old who looked like he was like seven or six. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. how? Like it. There's a current case in Florida. This is I crazy. Saw the other day, a, a, a set of parents arrested two or three children taken out of the home. They've been arrested for torturing mm. the children. And one, when it was, when the police came in to arrest them, they found it locked in a dog cage. Yeah. What the hell? Like, I just stand. I'm going to tell you what, a strange kid that I don't know can be walking down the street and I'm going to go outside and offer him a bottle of water. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to be. Uh, getting a check off of a child to feed it yeah. or go buy a new pair of shoes if there's holes in the shoes it's wearing. Correct. But that's called compassion, compassion and care and empathy. Empathy, yep. And there are people that do not have that. They do not possess a conscience. They do not give a shit about anyone but themselves. Correct. And they, and they will torture and abuse their children for whatever reason. Right. Sexually abused, physically abused, mentally abused, and in a lot of times it leads to death. Yep, and some of them often know. <laughs> some parents know that the crap is going on, and they still won't say anything. Think mm -hmm. about these people who are driving <coughs> off of bridges or driving off of cliffs with their children in a car. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get some goddamn help if you have some shit going on. Like... Or yeah, or a that's problem just like with if you have a newborn you don't parents. want. If you have a newborn you don't want, drop it off at the hospital or yeah. fire station. Don't go throw it in a don't. dumpster tied up in a trash bag. In a trash bag, a black Someone trash wants bag. That baby. If yeah. you don't want it, bring it, leave it on my porch. I'll take it. Yeah, like and I, I'm, I don't need another child to raise. But before I see a baby thrown in a dumpster, I'll take it for yeah. him. Exactly, exactly. That like it's just it's pathetic. People are, we have some horrible fucking people in this world. Horrible. They only think of themselves. Yeah. Like, my bad. It's your fault that you out there fucking without protection. But because you don't want the goddamn kid, you're going to have the kid and throw it in the trash can? What? Almost like immediately, too. Like, there, there's been cases where they're finding literally the I can't hear you. With the umbilical cord still attached. Yeah. In the dumpsters, you yeah. know, that fresh. Yeah. Like this line, our children are not safe. Yeah. Mm -mm. Our future is not safe. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
And just like with everything. That's the world we live in. That That is the freaking sickening world that we live in. Like, um, I was, I was, uh, reading something. I think it was about, uh, this girl. She was a cheerleader. She's in the hospital. Her parents were like, what did you do with the baby? Well, I didn't have a baby. What did you do with the baby? We know you were pregnant. What did you do with the baby? Well, I threw it away. you threw it away i just had it and i just i threw it away because i, I couldn't do anything for it these are the motherfuckers and even if the parents don't know there has to be some kind of responsibility because the children clearly aren't taking them you know it, it's so sad that that is the kind of world that we live in where children are afraid to go to their parents and ask them for help like, what kind of house are you being raised in? Well, even at the same time, though, this this young girl didn't even have uh, any feeling for this baby that she carried. None. Like, there was no feeling. That's threw it away. Because it's going to interfere in her life. Yeah. That's not nine times out of ten. The real reason they throw them away. Mm-hmm. It's going to interfere in my life. I'm not going to get to go out on Friday night. Yeah. Or mama's going to be mad at me. Or daddy's going to be disappointed. And my boyfriend may leave me. He's not going to want me and anymore. And so they, just, they have no feeling for what they gave birth to. Nope. In the Shell gas station bathroom. <laughs> you know. That part. Yeah. Like. No conscience. Uh, yeah, those, those things, you are, know, it's pitiful. I know someone who had a baby in, in the toilet, and that baby is very loved. It was an accident <laughs> being mm-hmm. born in the toilet, but still very loved. Well, I'm not saying that everyone's born at home is not loved. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I, was, no, I, I was giving a broad statement about someone being selfish and not wanting to be bothered. That part, yeah. Because some of them are very selfish. No, but I mean, they, even being born in a shitty situation, you yeah. know, like an unwanted or right. an accidental situation, that child deserves that. A chance. That love. It, yeah. Yeah. Because every life brought, whether you think so or not, every life may have impacted you, and you taking it out or changing it alters everything else. Yes. You ever think about it that way? Uh, And I'm telling you, like the things that I've heard some people say in reference to children, like, oh God, it, it, like some, somebody, and I won't call no names, but somebody decided to do away with a baby and then they brought it to my attention. And I said, they said, I called them a monster. Now, I can tell you one thing. I'm not going to fucking say the word monster because don't use it. I don't even like to spell the word. So I'm going to tell you this. If you did some shit like that, I'm going to call you a fucking bitch. You are a bitch for doing that. If you cannot lay yourself there, you if you're going to lay there and you're going to get it, you need to take on the responsibility that comes with it. If not... They made protection for that. 
utilize some protection if you want to ensure you do not get a baby. And I'm sorry now that you're screaming, oh, wah, 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 because I want a baby. Oh, well, you, ha you had one. You got rid of it. So now you're just going to have to deal with the fact of the matter that God ain't going to give you none. It's all on you. I don't feel bad for you. Not at all. Don't ask me to feel bad for you. And, and listen, don't get me wrong. I would never, I would never knock people for making the decisions that they make. But you're not going to make me appreciate the decision you made. Not going to do that. Not as a form of birth control. Yeah. Not going to do that. Yeah. When abortion is used as a form of birth control, that is a, yeah, I believe every woman deserves autonomy over her body. And there are times when procedures need to be done. Mm -hmm. But just for birth control, I've never been comment of that yeah no i'm not and and we have, we have a set sorry we have a we have a billboard that i pass almost every day it says uh choose life your mom did very interesting wow um because that's true <laughs> that's true. true your mom did your mom did uh-huh uh-huh i see what they're saying but you know what they <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate in a at a certain in a certain way when it comes to how I feel about situations like this. Now, when there's a situation where an individual was taken advantage of, right? Um, yeah, I don't think a ten year old should be forced to carry her grandpa's baby. That part. Ugh. Ugh. There are times that abortion is <laughs> the answer. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean. Okay, that that's not funny. I should not be laughing about that. But that sounds very sick about, yeah. Talk about no filtering. We want to go in this direction, we will. Let's, okay. Hey, I'm, I'm all sad. for it. Never hey, been it's down. sad and very true. It's, it's the said. fact of the matter is it fucking happens. And so I'm going to mm -hmm. have to agree with you. Um, but I'm I'm not going to, and, and you're entitled to feel that way. I'm not going to go to the extent of saying, um, abortion sh should necessarily have to be the answer i mean there are other avenues that that individual could take however i think if people take that avenue of carrying that child it can fuck them up mentally like severely mess them up and so i think that could be very difficult for people and sometimes a situation in which abortion that that may be the only option that they can take. Mm -hmm. So abortion is not a blanket issue, and people who yes. try to make it a blanket issue, yeah, are yeah. a problem. Yeah, it's because there, you know, you don't know what the situation mm -hmm. is, and if it's not happening in your house, mm -hmm. it's not really in your goddamn business. Mm -hmm. The only time I get really strict about abortion issues is when. You've got a chick living down on the corner who comes up pregnant every six weeks because she's too cheap to go buy some fucking condoms yeah. or go to the health office and, and get, get some for free, free birth control. Right, for free. Mm -hmm. You're going to use that as a form of birth control. Yeah. That is not a fair situation. It's not. But I'm going to say that not a single fucking one of you or anyone outside my walls has the right to tell me 
what I'm going to do with my body. And you're not going to make me feel guilty or fear monger me crossing goddamn state lines. I'm going to cross state lines to do whatever I want. And and that... So, there again, it is not a blanket issue. Stop treating it like one. Yeah, and the government does. situation by situation. And I think that right there is the situation that it should be. I think that is the response that people need to accept right there. Every situation is not the same. Even though I don't agree with someone using abortion as a form of birth control, mm-hmm. it's not my body. Right. And it's not my right to say what she does. Right. I'm going to say that as well. Yeah. I'm not going to tell anyone you can't do that. I may not it's personally not like it, uh-huh. but it's your, it's your body. Yeah. You do what you want with it. Yeah. And I'll, you know? I'll, I'll, say, I'll say the same thing. What people do is their business. I have no control over that, but I, I don't want somebody to come to me and say, Oh, yeah, I've had six abortions because my husband don't want any babies. However, I bought a brand new car, but I get rid of that shit anytime I want to. I can't get rid of a baby until after 18. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. Like, what? What? (laughs) I will knock you out if you don't get out of my face with this bullshit. Sometimes you just wonder what the hell, how, like, like, the mindset people have. And think about this. This is people. This is people that were in our military. You're serving in my military with this kind of thought process. Something's fucking wrong with you. You don't need be no. You don't need be nobody's damn military talking about. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm gonna pick a car over a kid. Nah, bitch. You need to pick some birth control over sex. I mean, if I had to choose a car or a kid, I would probably choose a car too. Can't stand damn kids. Hey. You're not putting yourself in situations where you can get pregnant multiple times either. What the fuck? And and when you and coming out saying, "Oh, my husband don't want any children, so I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and kill them all." Yeah, I said if you don't get the fuck out of my face, it needs to go get it snipped. Then that part, you don't want no kids, bitch. Hey, somebody needs to get snipped. Like it's it's. People like them. It's 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 those kind of people that put me in a position where I just want to just go ape shit on motherfuckers. So my thing is this: and there people having people having abortions is not my business. It's is I I'm not I I can't speak for you. I can't speak for your parent. I can't speak for your loved one. I can't do that. But however, I am gonna speak to you a certain way when you come to me and say, "Oh no, nah, I, I I chose that car over that baby." the fuck i don't need you to tell me that long as you don't tell me we good i don't need to know about that and i don't think it's all they doing the abortions just to be doing it i think it's other stuff involved like the industry as well too well this chick was in the military so she ain't had no industry to worry about she Uh-oh. was she was just a fucking pitiful person and she thought that was just like the best solution Oh, girl, now nah, I don't use no protection. I I get pregnant all the time. I ain't had none, though. Why are you okay with saying that? Like, nah. I said, nah, I'm, I'm going to need you to go ahead and stay away from me. I didn't, At the same time, I, I mean... I talked to her no I'm more no, after that. Sorry, I, I'm no expert. And I've never had to go through any of that. But wouldn't that 
mess your body up to the point to where if you wanted to in the future not be able to have children because of what you put your body through that is absolutely well, correct they like scar tissue yes yeah. and early health problems kind of ecological mm. problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. repeated procedures mm-hmm. she said number six this is number six that's horrible i said if you don't get out of my face with that shit and i meant that i was in my military uniform i told her if you don't get the fuck out of my face with that i'll beat your ass right in front of the building that i worked at was like and like you were saying it with a smile like it's funny proud like, yeah that's not um, fun like how many races she's won yeah it's not an accomplishment to be proud of yeah how many no. degrees you got oh six <laughs> like oh my god but that's the kind of world we live in where people and and it's it can even start with that it's the killing of a baby. The same thing. It's not the same situation as killing a live child who's like six years old and you strangled him in a bathtub because you just didn't want to have him anymore. Like parents like that should give those kids up. Take them to a freaking orphanage or something. There's no real reason for you to kill them. Like Before why? you hurt your child, before you hurt your child, there are signs and symptoms that is not right after you've given birth. So those people who snap because they, you know, their baby got was crying all night or whatever, there was something that led up to it that you could have re- help asked for help before it got to that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, well, we certainly got off topic there. <laughs> We're still talking about children. <laughs> That's true in theory. We are. Uh, ooh, we we done went from the top to the bottom. From the bottom to the top. But what we going to do right now. Protecting them babies. I don't like them, but we'll protect them. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got one of them. Here she is. I, I don't like them. That's so not true. That's not true. You took care of my babies all the time. Love them like they own little children's. They loved you right back. So you can't sit here and tell me you don't like kids. That's a lot, y'all. She lying. They, don't listen to her. They, they were different. They were different, just like my nieces and nephews. They're different. They're different. Bring some, some other ones. I want to choke the hell out of them. Get them out. Away from me. I'll, I'll be wanting to choke grown adults. You know? Hey, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back to you guys to give us our, should I say, to give y'all our uh last words of wisdom all right then be back in two are you an artist do you have a talent for introducing people to the creative arts well come on over to artist eye it's the newest video platform for anyone wanting to share their talent we welcome all areas that includes artists writers, singers, dancers, poets, actors, and even models. If you have a talent you want to share with the world, allow Artisai to add you to their platform and showcase you in a way that you deserve. Visit Artisai 
at www.artistzeye.us for more information on how to become a member and a collaborator. They're looking forward to your contact. All right, crew, we are back to you. And thank you for hanging out with us. And as every week we do this, we're going to go around and we're going to have the crew say their farewells and their lasting words. On that note, we're going to start with Dre right now. Because she wasn't talking a lot in this uh, in this session. But that's all right, because she's going to be real talkative next week. All right. Go ahead, Dre. Okay. It's very important that you be in your kid's life. Mm. Whether they're on social media or not. Because the days that we're living in now, it ain't used to be. It used to not be that way back then because because of those things was really the statistics of it was really low but now it's so much going on with missing children it's like you have no choice but to be alert for your child's life mm-hmm. and their ongoings or where they going or their locations mm-hmm. i would say stay alert stay in your child's life and keep them safe mm-hmm. and encourage them to be safe as well and encourage them to talk to you. Ask questions about things they're not sure about. Because by them coming to you, they will share more. So you got to encourage your child to speak to you. Talk, Encourage them to talk to you. And share things that they don't necessarily want to talk about, but that they should talk about. And talk about everything. Don't even leave no subjects out. Mm-hmm. 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 Talk about everything so then they will know. Awesome. Thank you, Dre. All right, Mama Lee, what you got? I'm going to piggyback off of that because what I was going to say is that parenting is hard. Mm-hmm. It's not a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. But if you stay aware of your children's surroundings, their routine, their friends, and that they know that um, you are a safe space for them and that they're comfortable with letting you know where they're going to be, if the worst case scenario happens, you can at least tell the police where to start looking. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times parents don't even know where to begin. Nope. So as a parent, you need to add to your list of things that you have to do as a parent to to know what your child is up to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And knowing their friends is important as well. Oh my God. The many times that my boys hung out with their friends if anything would have happened to them there were a few times when i wouldn't have known a number i wouldn't have known how to get to the house or where the person lived because i just did not ask those questions but eventually that changed and i'm like oh oh no where you gonna be Mm-mm. who you gonna be with i, I need their phone numbers what their mama name is because at some point your children won't be able to talk to you. And if that is ever the case, you know where to start. That's important. 
Thank you, Mama Lee, for that. All right, Mercy. What's your 411? Uh, piggyback off everybody else. Pretty much uh, take care of your kids. Give them attention every now and then. I was the type of kid that I looked for uh, positive attention. I played sports. I was in band. I, you know, I did the things that good kids do, quote, unquote. Uh, but it could have been totally opposite. If their, you know, grades are slacking or they're sleeping all the time or they're doing something, there's something wrong. Reach yeah. out. Yeah. Reach out. Even the ones who you think that don't need the attention because you think they're okay, they're getting the good grades, they stay happy all the time or positive. It's just like us. They put on a brave face and mm -hmm. put that smile Make that smile. I'm okay. But inside, nine times out of ten, they're hurting or something's going on. Ask questions. Know your kids. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you were blessed with the task of raising, not necessarily raising, but molding this person to, in the end, take your place. So, how you... Mm -hmm. Train them, groom them, whatever you want to call it. They represent who you are. Now they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Mm. I mean, they represent who you are. So love your kids. They represent you. And if you're a dirtbag, they're going to be one. <laughs> oh, God. Not a dirtbag, huh? Not a dirtbag. <laughs> you know. Um... That's an example. <laughs> Not a dirtbag. Well, I'm going to say, and yeah, what they say, idle hands are the devil's work, right? Yeah, so keep your kids busy into something. But I, I'm also going to have to uh, piggyback off a few things that y'all said, and, and I'll just keep it fairly simple on one of those situations. Um, like my daughter, she told me, Mom, you know, sometimes you should you know, I want you to call me more. Like, just because I'm in college don't mean that I got it all together. And I was like, oh, okay. And so for me, I looked at that differently because as, as a kid at her age, I don't want to swamp her with being her mother, right? You're new to college. You're, you're learning. You're figuring out who you are what you appreciate, what, you know, you're, you're learning who you are as an individual and who you're going to become. I didn't want to overwhelm her with calling her every day, texting her every day. What you doing? How you doing? You know? And she's like, well, mom, I want you to call me. She's like, when I don't talk to you, I feel like I'm worse. And so that alone taught me a very valuable lesson that just because we think something doesn't necessarily mean that it's accurate so the main thing of talking to your children that's gonna have to be what it is you just need to talk to your kids to find out what they need what they want and how can you help them point blank period everybody has some good points and that guys will be our show for today
will see you in two weeks. KKQ out. Dresame is an exclusive designer fashion brand with a passion to provide affordable, high-quality garments to populations of all ethnicities, generations, and body shapes. Do you desire to wear something unique, something bold, even something lavish? Then seek out Cudresame. This company is elegant and affordable with a desire to be at the forefront of body positive empowerment. Their designs are one of a kind, and you won't find them anywhere else. House of Cudresme, here they come. <laughs>